welcome to the way of the womb podcast my name is beck i'm your host and i'm a trauma-informed holistic birthing doula womb worker and earth lover i am here to support you and all womb owners whether that's through your monthly cycles and navigating the everyday or whether that's to support your journey through the rite of passage of pregnancy and birth my passion is to support souls to come home to themselves so you can connect back to your innate power, your intuition and the wisdom of your body so you can feel empowered and live your truth. On this platform, we will be discussing periods, pregnancy, plant medicine, birth, trauma, mental health, spirituality, earth to body connection and everything in between. This is a place for conscious souls to gather so that together we can heal, thrive and live authentically, unapologetically as ourselves. This is the Way of the Womb podcast. Hey loves, so I wanted to come on and talk a little bit about, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit about the change in seasons, the change from summer to autumn and as they slowly emerge from autumn to winter. So I'm recording this on the 1st of December. I have just arrived back in Glastonbury from being at a beautiful free birth in Liverpool and I was there for about six weeks. And it just... It's made me really reflect on all the years I avoided being in autumn, being in winter. Now, I would actually say that autumn is my favourite season just because of the colours, but I prefer summer. Maybe it's to do with me not liking wearing clothes, but I have avoided autumn and winter for seven years so this will be my second winter in seven years um which is actually fucking crazy because what I've really noticed now I've had a full year in the UK and I've seen every season I've been here for I haven't even left the country once the past year which feels a little bit wild but I guess how privileged am I to have yeah, to have experienced and lived so many years with a lot of travel, so I'm really grateful for that. But I'm also really grateful for the staying still and staying in one place because I've really been able to see the beauty in just being here, being in one place and watching All the trees that I see every day change their shape and colour and yeah, all the beauty. And so I guess it's made me really think about why autumn and winter are so important for obviously not only the earth but obviously ourselves each person individually, their journey, and especially those with wombs, especially women. Because 
autumn is really the time of harvest. It's the time to, we begin to slow down and we begin to acknowledge what it is that we have been through during the spring and the summer. So it's really a introspection, introspection of looking back and acknowledging all them seeds that you planted in spring, how they flourished in the summer and how that then supported you. And yeah, it's such a pivotal time for us as women to be able to begin to go into deep breaths exactly like what the trees do. You know, if we just watched what nature did and followed her call we would all be living in sync and in cycle with ourselves and our own inner seasons as well as outer seasons of the world and when I say inner seasons I mean each phase of your menstruation or each phase of your your life where you are in your rite of passage following nature can support you and wherever you're at whether you are whether you still bleed whether you're pregnant whether you're going through menopause whatever stage in your life you're at each season is mirrored both within our own bodies and externally in mother earth so when we look at autumn we see this change of color we see the leaves starting to return to the earth starting to go into deep breaths the nights get shorter the days get shorter sorry the nights get longer because actually when we sleep and at night time when we're in darkness that is when we do our healing and you know at autumn time we will harvest all the fruits the vegetables the things that we have grown throughout the summer when we planted them in spring And I always felt so much resistance to autumn and winter because I was like, oh my God, like the weather's shit. Literally, I used to be away and I would, anyone I'd speak to when I was traveling, I'd be like, oh, don't go to England, it's shit. (laughs) Don't go there, it's crap. And oh my gosh, how wrong I was. I'm just seeing so much beauty in England and I think COVID has really been a gift for that, for seeing how much beauty there is in the world in England and how potent the land is and the wisdom of the trees and how potent everything is on this land and I feel like actually my blockage to England and to the UK was the oppression and how this is quite an oppressive country and there's a lot of trauma held on these lands as there is everywhere but I'd never acknowledged the only trauma of my own ancestors. So being here, I'm actually seeing it, I'm connecting to it, and I'm connecting to the land of my ancestors. I spent so much time learning other people's cultures and meeting people from different lands, and, you know, it was so magical and so beautiful, and learning about other cultures and traditions and religions. I was just bypassing my own. So to return to these lands feels like a coming home. A returning back to 
my nature, my bones, the bones of my ancestors, their wisdom of them, their secrets and stories that they told. And so I think the resistance I felt was because I didn't want to. I didn't want to return. I didn't want to look at the stories. I didn't want to feel their pain. I didn't want to feel and connect to them because also I felt really embarrassed by what we as Britons, what's the word, as Brits, we as England, we as the UK have done to so many other cultures, people and actually it was coming to realise that it's not the people themselves that did it but the systems in place who perpetuated these stories and these crimes and these atrocities and so I feel like I'm stripping off that layer because that's yeah it's in our lineage it's in our stories but it's not actually my story it's not directly my story and I'm going back under that and seeing who were the people where have I come from who are my ancestors and where did they reside where did they what plants did they work with where did they live how did they know the earth how did they work with the elements how did they work with the seasons and I can't tell you how much I feel like I am coming home to myself I was dreading autumn and winter when I first came back to the UK and actually what I found in that autumn and winter was I was able to heal the stories that were coming up for me. I was able to heal them a lot quicker. I was able to connect to myself, connect to my ancestors a lot quicker. I was able to feel deeply connected to the earth than I was in summer. It's like a veil begins to lift and this veil that lifts allows spirit to come and connect easily, more easily, deeper. Because my energy isn't as outward as it is in summer. It's like, yeah, I still do all of my practices and rituals and things and I still connect and have beautiful stories or realisations or things that come through for me. But it doesn't quite feel the same as it does in autumn and winter. It feels very raw. It feels very open. It feels very potent in autumn and winter. And I realise it's because it mirrors exactly what it mirrors when we're bleeding. So when you're premenstrual, I call that the autumn phase. And when you're bleeding, it's your winter. So your autumn, everything's starting to... You know, you're starting to enter that portal of winter and the winter is like that deep rest. It's when we bleed, it's when we're open, it's when we're most sensitive, it's when we need the most rest in our cycle for the majority of us. And autumn and winter in the elements outside in the external in the world are exactly the same. It's exactly the same, it is no different.
And so I'm seeing in the autumn season externally how it is this kind of feeling a little bit sensitive but more open, more intuitive. And as we go into winter, we are completely open and susceptible and we need rest and nourishment and replenishment and everything is rooted so much deeper into the earth. Although everything external has fallen away, like the leaves and everything, it's like this raw openness. And there is so much beauty in that. And, yeah, it just feels so... I feel it so deeply. Oh, you can hear my stomach rumbling. (laughs) You can feel it so deeply. What I can feel it so deeply is the wisdom that we hold in the winter. And everyone perceives winter and autumn to be almost, not everyone, but to be bad or to be negative. And if people do like winter, it's normally Christmas that they like. The presents, the tree, all of that story. And we perceive autumn and winter to be bad because, you know, we associate it with rain, we associate it with dark days, and we associate darkness with the bad. But actually... The other things that we associate darkness with and bad things is anger, sadness, frustration, unfavourable emotions. But when we look at these emotions, these are the emotions where we learn the most about ourselves. We learn the most about ourselves when we're sad, when we're in grief, when we're angry. We learn our triggers, we learn what we need. Hmm, You can hear all the birds outside. There's a little nest outside my window. And there's a beautiful mama bear coming and feeding her babies. And I guess it's maybe it's a strange time, I don't know. Maybe it's the most perfect time. Um Yeah. So we perceive these things to be bad. Or negative but actually they're the ones that teach us the most so what we perceive to be the dark emotions are the ones that teach us the most what we perceive to be the darkest part of our cycle our bleed is when we learn the most when we heal the most what we perceive to be the darkest part of the seasons is actually the most nourishing time it's where our energy goes inwards we are drawn more into ourselves rather than external So I'm really finding the beauty, seeing and feeling the beauty on every single level. Just the absolute magnificence of how nature knows exactly what we need. And actually, when I was travelling, because I wasn't experiencing autumn and winter, I was literally chasing the sun. I would go wherever the weather was warm. I was always in this, you know, quite energetic, masculine, outward way of being where it was like, let's go and do this, let's go and do that. 
and actually what I was doing, although I was doing inner work and I was doing my practices, I wasn't fully connecting to myself and the land because I was too focused on doing the external things to connect rather than the internal. So because of that, I was ungrounded. And because I'd been living like that for such a long time, I felt resistant into settling and being in one place. I had so much fear around being in one place. And now I feel like I have been given this gift of permission to say, no, you have to stay here. And no, I didn't have to, I could leave, I could, I absolutely could have gone off and I could have traveled again. I did travel throughout COVID. I, you know, I did at the very beginning. But then I came to settle and in settling, it has been the most powerful tool I have experienced. in just allowing myself to behave as nature does. Like a tree rooted in one place and allowing the external world to change and adapt. What they're experiencing while still being so solid within themselves. And I feel like that is what the seasons teaches us. It is how can I be grounded in myself and in my truth and in the place I'm at while the chaos around me, around me changes and gets wild and then gets calm. How can I just be stable throughout all of that? Because actually everything in, the, in life is that. Everything is unstable. And what we perceive to be stability, you know, in our society is like, okay, this job, this, that, this, that. And that will create safety. But actually, none of them are stable. Everything is permeable. Everything is unchangeable. Everything is fluid the only stability you can have is the safety and security you create within your very being because everything else changes and change is the only constant we can guarantee in this world so I'm really enjoying planting my feet on the soil, rooting down into the earth and allowing my body to sway and to move with the changing seasons internally and externally and coming back to that place of stillness within which you have control over and that's truly the only thing you have control over. Which is why when beginning to work with the womb, we work with the seasons and the cycles of your menstruation, the cycles of your period. 
so that you can learn to work with the internal world, but also learn to work with the external world. Because we are just mirrors, women, all humans, but especially women, we are direct mirrors of Mother Earth. The seasons that she experiences and journeys through are the seasons that we experience and journey through internally as well as externally. Through our period, but also through rite of passage, every different phase in our life and then every different phase in our cycle and then in that, every different phase yearly. And it is like magic. It is just this ever unfolding circle. And we are constantly in cycle, in sync. And we are cyclical beings. How can we not be? When we are the direct essence of her, of the Great Mother, Gaia, Pachamama, Mama Earth, Inkatanka, whatever you want to call her. How honoured, how honoured I am to be with her and be living in cycle with her. So how to work with the cycles, how to work with autumn and winter. If you're someone who resists autumn and winter, excuse me, if you're someone who resists autumn and winter like I was, All that keeps coming into my head. There was like a few things I wanted to say of different ways you can, you know, connect with autumn and winter. And the words that are coming to me is look for the beauty. Look for the beauty. And look for how your inner world is mirroring the external world if you go for a walk in the forest. What in this external world that you can see in front of your eyes right now is mirroring your internal world? Because when we start to do that, we begin to realise just how connected we are and we are not separate. She is awesome. We are here. And that is a magical place to be. So I'm going to leave that there. So that was a bit of a spiritual one, wasn't it? But I felt like that was coming through. And I had to speak of that. And I am... I am going to spend the day making smudge sticks. I forage some sage. Also, I'm doing exactly what we do in autumn. I foraged and dried some sage. So I'm going to make some smudge sticks. I am going to go and offer my blood to the earth. I'm going to go to visit Grandmother Tor and Gog and Magog. Some beautiful old trees, ancient trees here on Avalon on the lands of Avalon and I'm going to come back and I'm going to paint some vaginas because I fucking love them if no one knew (laughs) 
<sighs> have a beautiful day, whatever you end up doing. And if you're feeling more called to, yeah, begin to journey more into the seasons and the cycles and your inner cycles, I am bringing out a course for connecting with the cycles of your internal world as well as your external. So watch this space if this is something you feel called. Um, you can sign up for my free blood ritual pack. And in that you will drop in your email address if that's something you wanted to do and you wanted to receive the blood ritual pack, which is free. And it's all about how to practice blood ritual, different rituals you can do. And yeah, they them emails will keep you updated when this course is being released. So watch this space and let me know how you found this podcast, if this resonates with you, if you like autumn, if you hate autumn, if you hate winter, if you were one of me. And I'll speak to you soon. Lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Way of the Womb podcast. If this episode resonated with you and if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share this on your social media. Tag me at Beck Wallace Birthkeeper and drop me a message. Let me know how you found it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review. It just helps other people to find the podcast so that we can build community and gather together. Thanks so much. Sending all the love.